Welcome everybody back to Friar Talk today. It is just me, Matt, um, Chase Isaac. I think they're they're getting tired. They're about to go to sleep. Um, obviously, the rain delay was a little bit weird for us. Um, but just gonna be being right now. Just gonna probably just kind of go over this first game. Why not to freak out? Even though it was a it was a rough game for the Padres. Um, CJ Crone show today, and I, I actually I'm pretty sure the last time I went to a game at Petco, Crone hit two home runs as well, which is kind of funny. But the uh, the Rockies lineup just went off today, so we'll get into that. Kind of talk about Blake Snell, the offense, Sandra Bogart, stuff like that over the first little bit, and then at ten o'clock, I'm gonna be giving away two tickets to Saturday's game. So. If you want to enter that, basically all you got to do, just write your username in and you'll you'll be eligible to win the tickets. Um, kind of did not put that out there at all. So I feel like there's probably not going to be many people entered, honestly. So someone might just get some, there might be like one or two people entered just because late, not a typical stream, just kind of random and honestly just been kind of busy. So didn't really get a lot of that, that promotion out there as some of the other giveaways have been in the past. So um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about his opening day. Cause I feel like it, opening day, it's still exciting. Even though you lose it in, in baseball, it doesn't really matter all that much. Um, if we're being honest with ourselves, but it was a rough one. You look at the, the heart of the Rockies lineup, um, or their order, Chris Bryant, three hits, Charlie Blackman, three hits, CJ Crone, four hits. And that includes two homers and five RBIs. And then Montero had two hits. So that's a difference in the game really right there. Um, but even if you go before kind of the the fifth inning that they start it started to collapse with Snell and then Chris Matt Chris Matt did not look good today. But even if you go if you go a little bit before that, it kind of seemed like the Potters and the Rockies each had their opportunity early on, like third through fifth inning. Um, and when the Potters had guys in scoring position, Crone grounded back to the pitcher and they just flipped it to and and tagged the uh, Machado. I think it was Marquez was still pitching at that time. Um, but that was kind of the Potters' opportunity. Didn't really help them out. Um, that kind of ended it. They didn't really score that much. They, I think they ended up getting a run out of that whole situation there, I want to say. And then you look at when the Rockies had a couple guys in scoring position, Crone hit the three-run home run. So that's a difference right there in the game, in my opinion. Um, but overall, I mean, it, it's not it's not something to panic about. The only thing that I would say is it was a little bit weird to see the bill look really bad. Um, Blake Snell kind of looked like normal early season Blake Snell. I didn't think he pitched that bad. He was striking out a lot of guys, nine strikeouts, but it's the same thing that it always is with Blake Snell. Okay, not really, not really sure. Like you know, start of the season, and you basically just see him kind of struggle to find a rhythm. I would say, and we saw that a lot in this one. So that was the typical thing that we saw. Um, I see. Uh, oh, you know, he's putting his name in the chat. Yeah, seventeen hits for the Rockies. That's what Adron uh, says right here. I mean, yeah, that's that was. It, the Rockies were just hitting all night long. So I, I hope we don't see that throughout the rest of the series. I feel like maybe some of the Potters kind of question marks going into this year. I mean, you're not really going to talk about the lineup too much. Lineup's going to be fine. Xander Bogarts, he looked amazing. But I think one of the, the big things with this team is, do we know do we know if their pitching is going to be good enough early on, especially? With no Darvish, no Musgrove, what does that look like? And it might be kind of rough. And I think that's okay. I think we've talked about that the Padres might be willing to trade for an arm at the deadline. And even then, like, usually Snell's going to be your three in this case. Um, and we all know that Snell takes a while to get going. So it's not really anything to panic about. I just feel like this is, like, if there is a way to kind of question the pod, how the Padres roster is built, this is probably the best way. So they're the best reason, I guess, to kind of question it. So we saw a little bit of that today, but I, I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, 
the the heart of the Rockies order is pretty good too, and and they also consistently hit well against the Padres. Charlie Blackman has just been insane throughout his career. Whenever he plays the Padres, so I wasn't really surprised to see that. Um, but yeah, and then I got a comment here from Irie. Um, Blake wasn't all that bad. He didn't get help defensively and should have been left to finish in the fifth. Um, then you take him out. Yeah, he wasn't giving up no home runs. He probably yeah he probably wasn't. And then yeah, John says he, he his stuff looked decent, just mislocation. Yeah, he was just getting he, he was getting behind in counts, and and usually that improves as the season goes on. Um, I also was kind of wondering how that would look, just because with you know the the pitch clock being implemented, I kind of wondered, okay, is this something that's going to help Snell maybe get ahead of the count a little bit better? Uh, we did not see that in this one, but I mean, you got a long season left, so I feel like Blake Snell struggling a little bit early on in the season. I mean, that's something we said each of the last two years, and it didn't really affect how he looked later on the in the season because later on the season he dominated in both the, both times. I think he won. I want to say he won two pitchers of the month. He might have only won one, but either way, like I mean, he he has looked really good um, later on. So I'm not super concerned about that. Um, Xander Bogarts though, I thought Xander Bogarts looked awesome. I mean, he had the assist, um, to, to, uh, to Noah basically to get out at home. Um, and then he had what three hit performance, two doubles. I mean, he looks really good. And I feel like, I feel like Xander Bogarts, like not that he's underrated or anything like that, but I feel like just the signing in general was looked at around the league as a very underrated signing just because people didn't really, people didn't really want like like freak out about that deal. It was like, oh yeah, Xander Bogarts here, whatever. But like only because of what the Padres already had. Like Xander Bogarts is a stud. Xander Bogarts has been a real like one of the best players on the Red Sox for quite some time now. They won a World Series. They had some deep playoff runs. Like and and he was in the heart of that through through all of it. And he's been a great hitter. He's one of the better hitters in the league. So I think when he's a great, you know, he, he hits the ball also all over the field. Some gap to gap hitting. Not necessarily a power guy, but like almost like I'm gonna say this because people are not gonna like this, but it's almost like what Hosmer was supposed to be as a hitter for this team. Like, and if you look at the way Preller's tried to build his team, like he usually tries to get a mix of like guys that can can evenly like distribute the ball, can have a lot of like some opposite, not really opposite field power, but they can hit the ball to the opposite field and kind of spread it around, right? Well, I don't, I, I don't feel like Hos. I mean, I think we all know Hosmer's not able to do that because he kept grounding out, but for Bogarts. Like that's what they want from Bogart. They want him to be just be a good contact hitter. They don't need all the power from him. And like, yeah, he's going to bring, he'll probably hit around 20 home runs a season, but you're not going to put up some crazy numbers. And you also have that with Chrono Wars. So I feel like that's kind of what Preller goes for when it, in his lineups where it's like a good mixture of that. And I think Bogart's in this lineup, especially with Soto, Tatis, Machado, right? Like it's going to look really, really good when it's clicking and he's playing really well. And I think we're going to feel how impactful of a player he is. So I thought that it was cool. Even though it's a rough game today, I mean, that that's that's a you could just tell he's gonna be a stud. So if you're looking at positives, you're definitely you're definitely gonna feel that. Um did you hear this the Soto boos? They were loud. Um I heard a few of them. I didn't really notice like like the situation, but it did get loud. I guess they asked Machado about the boos a while back and he was like, Yeah, boos aren't always a bad thing. Like it's just like kind of like your your fan base being passionate and sometimes like you know just how, how it is i don't really think i i don't really think it's like that that players really get affected by it that much maybe there are some guys that do but i feel like for the most part people get it like it's just like you're just watching sports you know like so i, I don't really think people get all that upset in terms of the players um but it is funny to see that like when, when like the fan base is like so passionate and like excited and stuff all the time 
And then it's like, oh, you're losing in the first game of a 162-game season, and you're, like, booing. So, but I get it. Like, it's opening day. You're going to have a bunch of people there that are excited. Game was supposed to start earlier, too. So, I don't know. Uh, what else we got here? Um, thank you, oh, you know. Uh, Jaron says he misses my blinds. Yeah, I actually might. I might go back there sometime soon. So if we, if we get it, we'll get the we'll get the blinds for at least one of these shows. Um, yeah. What what other guys you get you guys thinking about in this one? Um, kind of looking through the lineup. Grisham had a double to start it. Or was it? Let's start the game out. Is it first? I don't remember if it was. I want to say it was his first at bat. Um, Soto 0 for four. Machado one for three. Had the the sack fly. Um, Crone he got out in a couple spots that could have been big. Um, I, I think one thing that's going to be a very interesting development over the course of the season is who's hitting five. Is it Cronenworth? Is it Carpenter? Is it Cruz? Is he kind of going to that spot? Does Austin Kim play really, really good? Like, I don't think Austin Nola will, but could Austin Nola, Luis Camposano, one of those guys play really good? Um, and then eventually that will probably, and eh, it probably won't turn into, no, it'll probably always be the five spot between those guys because I think once Tatis comes back, he'll hit leadoff and, and Grish will move back to the nine spot. Um, but I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Like, like who do you think would be most likely to be in that spot? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like probably Cronenworth for the most part. Um, but after Cronenworth, I, I probably think, I don't know. I think they were hoping Carpenter does. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm banking on Nelson Cruz. I have a better year than Carpenter, if we're being honest. Um, so, I don't know. I think probably that way. Uh, and then I see a couple other comments here. 161-1, don't trip, y'all. All right, Gil. Um, Dahl's last at-bat uh, with two on, no outs, two account was awful. He didn't look too good. He, he struggled a lot tonight. We'll, we'll see how that kind of develops, but... I don't know. It seemed like they just kind of wanted to give him a shot uh, to see what he had early on. Um, came in his pop flies. Yeah, he also grabbed into a double play tonight. That kind of hurt a little bit. Um, also had an air. Very uncharacteristic of Kim. Kind of a rough night for him. Uh, but I mean, rough night for the whole team, really. But uh, So a couple minutes here. Okay, two more minutes. Right now, I, I told you guys, there's not going to be a lot of people coming in. People are probably going to rewatch this one. Um, but, oh, you know, and Jerron. Those are the only people right now in the giveaway so if anyone wants to join you're gonna have a you're gonna have a good shot it's it's two tickets to saturday's game um they're not that high they're just they're just my tickets that i have so they're like uh they're like 300 level but still two tickets to a game um ace you gotta hop in on this man ace is almost one before um we got sean in here uh, tapia had some heat yeah tapia looked he he was really struggling i was honestly feeling for him because you come into a game was the first pitch i think was a home run and then I know it was two home runs within the first six pitches he threw. So I was happy that he got to settle down at least a little bit because that's that's just a rough way to start your year. And if you get pulled, um, if you get pulled two like three batters in the game and you start the season, it's like when you're playing MLB the show and you're playing franchise mode and you rock the pitcher that starts out, and then the guy's an infinite ERA or like a 50 ERA or something, and, and that's what that's what it felt like was going to happen to Tapia, but let's see what did he finish with two innings, 200 runs. It doesn't look that bad. Chris Matt had a worse line. I mean, Chris Matt came in an inning, two thirds, about four hits, two earned runs and only, only struck out two. That's just pretty, that's just pretty rough. Yeah. Blake Snell's line isn't even that bad. Besides the fact that he didn't finish five. If he would have finished five, 
And what not giving up all of his runs? No. Two of it, two more of his runs came, came up in the five. So if he could have finished that, I mean, and he might have. It might have ended with – it could have been a totally different game. I don't know. I think we've learned not – do not pull Blake Snell. It just happens, all right? It just happens. Um, yeah, to join I'm, – I'm going to do this in a couple minutes here. To join the um, giveaway, you just got to type in your user in, into the in the chat. Right now we only got a couple people. We got we got Jerron and we got oh, you know. So we basically got two people right now competing for this, which is funny. Um, I said this earlier, but I did not. I did not really like go out there to to push this one, which is is good for you guys. All right, we got Ace in there too. Oceanside asks, "How do you feel about tomorrow?" Um, I mean, I don't think this Rockies lineup is that great outside of the, the heart of the lineup that went insane today. Um, but if if you can maybe just slow down Charlie Blackman and CJ Crone whenever the Padres play the Rockies, I think that's basically the whole goal. Um, I think the lineup will probably get going a little bit. We'll see a little bit more more pop and excitement. It, it just felt like there were some, some big hits and it just it just didn't work, you know? Um, but Gil is in there. Jer, Jaren, Jaren, it's Jaren. You've told me this before, or I think you told Isaac one time. Yeah, Jaren, you've told me this before, or Isaac told me, and I think, and then he was like, I think that's how it is, and then we we forgot. So it it's been it's been a long off season. Um, I guess Jaren, you've been in the chats though. So okay, let's see. We got Ace in here. We got Irie in here. We got Gil. I think it was. Who else? How did we how do we shit the bet on opening day? It wasn't that bad as when the Padres lost 15-0 to the Dodgers on opening day, which was like the worst opening day ever. Or there was also the Bach off. I, I that might have not been opening day, it might have been the opening day series, but I think it was opening day. Um there, there's been some some bad moments for the Padres um on opening day. So this one isn't that bad. I mean, last year you got walked off on. I would argue getting walked off on that way was was more like heartbreaking. Especially because like we've seen this team have success, so, like we know they're going to be good now. But after the there's falling apart all season in 2021, the walk off to start 2022 that one that one hurt, dude. That one and like for like because especially in baseball, like regular season games don't mean a crazy amount. That one was like, oh no way, like they couldn't be worse than this. Um, but yeah, all right. Last um, last call. Anyone in here that, that wants to enter the giveaway for two tickets on Saturday, put your username in the chat. If not, we're going to get going on here. Um, I think I told this at the beginning of the stream, but I am exhausted. So sorry for the short stream. Usually we go like 40 minutes. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be going Sunday, kind of do our series recap. I'm not exactly sure what our schedule is going to be. It's just been rough because all of our schedules are like completely opposite right now. Um, so we just only have a couple days to record. That's why I scheduled. That's why we've just been doing a couple lives every every week. So it's it's all right. Yeah, we got walked off uh, by a guy named Beer. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, people are overreacting. Never gets old. Yeah, Ace, have you seen people overreacting? I haven't really seen too many people freaking out about it. Like I feel like it's fine. Um, yeah, Ace, it is one a.m. here. Yeah, I mean I usually stay up pretty late, so I usually step like one or two, but. It is late and I have to wake up decently early. So, all right. I didn't see any other usernames. I'm going to start this right now in the giveaway. We have, oh, you know, Jaren, Ace, Irie, 
and Gil, and that is it. We have five people in this one. So, all right, let's do it. Let me share my screen here. One game in, we're good. Yep, seventh inning stretch. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. It's not it's not anything to, to freak out about, but it is um, it is funny to see that. All right, you guys ready? As you can see, that you got, you got some big pieces of the pie over here. Um, okay, three, two, one. Oh, Ace is so close. <laughs> All right. One of the longest time listeners. Darren, you're getting the tickets. But you don't even live in San Diego, right? I th okay, yeah, you you're in here. You got it. I don't even think I don't even think I think you live in you live in Bay Area, I want to say. Or like in like Oakland, um, like that area. You gotta let me know if, if that's the case. But if not, I'll hit you up, get you these tickets. Um if you can give them, give them away someone. Sacramento, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, that area. Um, yeah, Ace, you were close, man. I feel like Ace, you, you've been, in, I think you've been in every single time we've done these. I think Jaren has too. I think Gil has too. I think all you guys have. Um, but yeah, all right. Jaren, you you get them. You can pick what to do with them. Um, but yeah, um, any any last thoughts on opening day from everyone listening? No, we got a little small stream going tonight. I know... Uh, Born is probably doing his post game thing. We got a lot of people out there doing post game stuff, especially tonight. So got a lot of streams popping. Um, uh, the game it's Saturday. Saturday at I think. Let's see. I got it right here. Saturday at eight four. No five forty. Yeah, and yeah, that'll be good. I mean, that's an exciting game. Um, yeah, this Saturday. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I got a lot of comments here about this. Martinez predictions tomorrow. Okay, let's see. Um, I feel like Martinez has kind of been like he's been pushing hard to be a starter. So I think uh I think maybe like I don't know, five innings, five no, so I'm gonna say six innings, three runs. Maybe not the best outing, but we saw Nick Martinez as a starter last year and he kind of gets into some trouble sometimes. Um, so I'm gonna say Six innings, three runs, seven strikeouts, like a one walk, like pretty good control, like like stuff that's really good to build on. And I think he'll build on that throughout the season. I think I think him being able to consistently go like six would be a bigger sign than him like going like five and allowing like only one run, just because for what we want to see from him, we want to see him be able to be stretched out a little bit more. So that's what I'm kind of hoping hoping for um sean says he has faith that we'll bounce back tomorrow and win the series i, I think that i think that can definitely happen um i mean this this rockies team isn't that good so it, it should be better yeah the weather should be better better it was weird it felt like there was a lot of like intensity but then the batches weren't really clicking kind of had some missed opportunities that's gonna happen um but yeah i already said doesn't you don't get with the rockies that the rockies it's the rockies and the diamondbacks like i feel like the Padres have, at least throughout my life, like there are times when the Dodgers were ridiculous, but I always felt like for the most part, like Padres, when they play like the Giants, the Dodgers, they felt like, I don't know, I feel like they'd show up, not against, not against the Rockies or the Diamondbacks. It is rough. Um, but yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to go to sleep. I am super tired. Uh, sorry for the short kind of bad stream uh, tonight, but I wanted to get those tickets out. So, uh, Jaren, we will, uh, 
you're getting those tickets. I'll DM you them on Twitter. I saw your chat up here, so just let me know if that's the case. Um, but yeah, all right, guys. Have a great night, and we will see you on Sunday with a legit stream on Sunday. So talk to y'all soon. Peace.